Ukrainian officials have said a deadly explosion at a cafe at St. Petersburg shows that domestic terrorism is breaking out in Russia. It's not known who was behind the blast on Sunday that killed Vladlen Tatarsky, a well-known blogger who backed the Russian invasion of Ukraine, but who, in recent times, had expressed criticism of the military campaign. Azadeh Mashiri has this report. Spiders are eating each other. That's how one Ukrainian official described a blast that killed a pro-Kremlin military blogger. Suddenly, everything exploded and there was smoke. It was like a slow-motion movie. We were seated in the back half of the hall. Everyone started to run. Those who were near had blood all over them. There are conflicting reports about what happened. Some suggest that Vladlen Tatarsky, seen in this recording, was handed a statue in a box as a present, but it contained a bomb hidden inside. The BBC has not verified the source of the blast, but verified the location. The motive is also unknown. He had a complicated history. Um, he was very pro-Russian state until very recently, and very recently Tatarsky was speaking out against Russian military strategy and had been recently somewhat critical of it, according to news reports. The attack has gained particular attention given the blogger's profile. He was a vocal supporter of Russia's war in Ukraine. In a video filmed inside the Kremlin last year, he said, we will defeat everyone, we will kill everyone, we will rob everyone as necessary, just as we like it. Not only that, but Mr. Tatarsky said he was involved in combat on the front line in Ukraine. He even claimed to have helped launch combat drones. It was an attack in the second largest city in Russia, and uh, I would believe that the security forces will try to do everything in their power to bring just someone to justice and uh, to uh, create the sense that the case has been solved. This isn't the first bomb attack involving a pro-Kremlin figure. Last August, a car bomb exploded near Moscow. It killed Daria Dugina, a journalist and prominent supporter of the Russian military. She was also the daughter of a close Putin ally. As for this latest attack, it's still unclear exactly what happened in President Putin's home city and why. Azadeh Mashiri, BBC News. The BBC's Will Vernon is in Moscow for us. Will, we understand that the blogger's death is now being investigated as a high-profile murder. Question certainly being asked. Do we have any answers? Well, we're waiting for an update from the authorities this morning. Uh, what they said last night was that an unidentified explosive device detonated in the cafe, uh, killing the blogger and wounding dozens of others. And several Russian news agencies reported that, uh, that shortly before the blast, Tatarsky was handed some sort of statuette uh, and that the explosives could have been hidden uh, inside that. Now, why is this important? After all, you know, this wasn't a Russian official. This was a blogger, uh, albeit a, a very well-known one. Uh, and actually, the, the kind of pro-Kremlin Russian military blogger community uh, has taken on quite a high-profile role since the war began just over a year ago. And some of them have even gone as, so far as to criticize the authorities, right? criticize the military, even the president himself, uh, for perceived failings on the battlefield. And, you know, 
there have been a lot of embarrassing defeats for the Kremlin uh, on the battlefield. So, you know, we don't yet know who was behind this attack. Uh, Russian officials have already pointed the finger of blame at Ukraine. A Ukrainian spokesman uh, has denied that. But what I think is clear is that for many ordinary Russians, this will make them very nervous, right? Bombings like this didn't really happen uh, before the war. And for many, this will be a sign, yet another sign, uh, that for them, you know, the war is getting closer and closer to their homes. Will, thank you. Will Vernon there. Now, let's turn our attention to Kiev. We can speak now to Hugo Bachega for the sort of Ukrainian side of this. Hugo, unlike many other military um, bloggers or Russian military bloggers um, in Ukraine, Tatarsky actually took up arms in combat operations and he reported from the front line. What is Ukraine saying about this death? And, you know, are they going to stick to this, this, this line about it being domestic tourism? Yeah, we haven't had any kind of official reaction from uh, the government here. And as Will was saying, uh, there is uh, no uh, clear indication of who could have been behind this attack. Obviously, the suspicion uh, will be that the Ukrainians have kind uh, have some kind of involvement in what happened uh, yesterday. And uh, the Ukrainians rarely admit any kind of involvement in attacks that happened, in, happened inside Russia or in Russian-controlled territory. But some officials do issue some statements commenting on those uh, attacks, uh, sometimes some sarcastic remarks. So we're hearing some reaction from uh, Mikhail Podolyak, who is uh, an advisor to President Zelensky. Uh, he said that this attack was uh, uh, evidence that political infighting was on the rise in Russia. He said that this explosion showed that domestic terrorism was breaking out. So this is the only reaction I think that we've had so far from a senior Ukrainian official uh, reacting to uh, what happened yesterday in, in Russia. We've also had an update, haven't we, on the city of the salt mining city of Bakhmut, sort of conflicting uh, communications coming out from Russia and um, from Ukraine, um, from Zelensky last night. Just bring us up to speed with that. Yeah, so, uh, Victoria, we've been talking about Bakhmut for a very long time. Uh, Russian forces have been trying to capture this uh, city in the eastern Donetsk region, and the Russian efforts have been led by the Wagner mercenary group. So uh, the uh, leader of, of this group has posted a video. He's claiming that the Russian flag has been raised in this uh, eastern uh, city uh, after months of, of intense fighting there with uh, you know, both sides suffering heavy losses. So we haven't had any independent confirmation of this claim. Uh, we've just had an update from the Ukrainian army. They haven't confirmed uh, this uh, claim by the head of the Wagner group, uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin. And last night, President Zelensky said that the situation remained uh, especially hot uh, in Bakhmut. Uh, and uh, again, he thanked uh, Ukrainian soldiers for defending uh, this uh, city. Now, uh, for the Ukrainians, uh, they've been saying that it is uh, important 
to uh, defend uh, Bakhmut because uh, they see Bakhmut as the first line of defense of major cities in the east of the country. Obviously, there is the expectation that the Ukrainians are going to launch uh, a major offensive to try to take back territory that's now under occupation. And obviously, for the Russians, uh, it would uh, capturing Bakhmut would uh, be a major victory after a number of humiliating setbacks on the battlefield. So uh, the information is conflicting about what is uh, happening in Bakhmut after this claim by the Wagner Group. Hugo, thank you.